Hello and welcome to the Recovery Club or welcome back. I'm your podcast host Emily and today's episode is all about changing your story, changing your narrative. Just a quick disclaimer before I start um, and trick warning, I am not a medical professional, I cannot train, no, I cannot diagnose or um, give any ground solid medical advice. I can just simply... Um, what's the word, like advise you and guide you based on my own personal experiences and research I have done. It has been a long time since I have done a podcast episode, so right now I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But, and also trigger warning, I will be talking about eating disorders in quite some depth, so if you feel like you are not in a great mindset to be listening to this, then please click off, but also I try and make this the safer space and I do not mention numbers or any triggering details. I just give you some hard advice that I think sometimes it's quite like a hard truth but um yeah (laughs) I hope you are doing well I hope that you're in a good place but I can imagine if you're listening to this you might not be in a good place and that's understandable if you are struggling with an eating disorder then I just want to say how not how sorry I am because it's so condescending but just that you're not alone. I know that this time of year is very hard, it's very difficult, it's very cold, especially, I know this sounds very strange, but it's very cold, and when I was not very well, um, I found the winter just the most unbearable, because it's not like I could, I was kind of just stuck in my room, because um, I was ill, and obviously it was dark outside, and like, it was just the most depressing time of my life, but um So yeah, that's kind of, I just, you're not alone. I know that this month and this time of year is actually very difficult for many, but please reach out to people because even if it's just people online, strangers, I think sometimes actually that's even easier because you can find people who are actually like going through the same thing as you because there's more chance of you finding someone obviously who um, is going through the same thing than just in real life, just in case you're feeling alone. But I just wanted to give a little update. So I am well into my recovery now and I definitely consider myself recovered. I am recovered. (laughs) I have recovered from my eating disorders. I've recovered from my depression. um, I've recovered from my health anxiety. To be honest, like besides the, you know, it's not completely gone. You know, there's, there's always... I'm very anxious sometimes and but I do describe myself as recovered from all of my mental illnesses because I despite having obviously the rough days I'm very much not in that mindset I do not feel ill I feel very healthy I'm not obsessed I do not care about any of that anymore I'm happy I have a positive outlook outlook sorry and I just feel so much lighter than I did then which is ironic (laughs) (laughs) because I'm not. (laughs) Um, I wanted to talk about changing the narrative today and if you're not aware, like familiar with what the concept changing your narrative is about or narrative, a narrative is, a narrative is a story you tell yourself over and over. It's who you think you are, your recollection or your perspective of your life. So your narrative is how you see yourself, it's how you perceive your entire existence basically. So if you are telling yourself something, you are going to believe it to be true. Now that is how, like, if you are telling yourself a story, you're going to assume that the story is true because you're not making up a story. You know, if, 
you're telling yourself, oh, like, my childhood wasn't very good, all this stuff happened, that is your narrative. There's nothing wrong with that narrative, but that is just your narrative. If you say, oh, yeah, like, I had a, I don't know, I had a good childhood, but obviously it's not always perfect. That's your, like, that's what a narrative is. It's, It's a story about yourself. It's a story you tell yourself or tell others about who you are or about who you think you are because it's all about perception, remember. Now, how we talk to ourselves is so important. Like, it really matters. And in the context of eating disorders, I think it matters tremendously. Like, it's crazy how much of a difference I personally found from when I was talking to myself like shit and when I was, you know, unconsciously telling myself this narrative of myself to when I actually made an effort to think positively and to change my narrative almost. I found a massive difference. I was so much happier when I was talking to myself better, when I was not talking about myself like I was like a piece of shit basically. So your self-talk, it really matters. It really makes a difference. Your self-talk can impact how you respond to stressful events in your life and when you learn to communicate positively with yourself, you'll actually start to become far more motivated, confident, happy. And your actual outlook, your perspective on life is so much, it's so different, like it's so much better because if you were telling yourself that, you know, if something has happened to you, take for example, random name, Sarah. Something bad has just happened to Sarah. Let's say that Sarah has just stood in a puddle. She's just walked right into a puddle, okay? Right, if Sarah is telling herself, oh my, like, oh my god, I've just had the worst day, I've walked into a puddle, like, I'm so angry at the world, like, I'm so, if you were telling yourself, Sarah's telling herself all this negative talk of the situation and herself, and, you know, oh, of course this is gonna happen to me, What Sarah is actually doing is reinforcing the belief that her day is ruined or that, you know, of course bad things happen to her or she's unlucky. She's reinforcing that narrative because she is talking to herself internally, whether it's, you know, internal or external, whether she's telling herself internally, you know, thinking in your brain, oh, of course this happens to me, everything bad always happens to me. Or whether she's saying it out loud, maybe she's on the phone to someone, maybe she's just talking to herself. Oh yeah, of course it sounds to me. Like, however you say it, you're then reinforcing that belief that these things happen to you. You know, if you're talking to yourself and you are criticising yourself or you're criticising your life or you're making negative observations about your life, then you are reinforcing those beliefs even more and you're embedding them more into you. And that is your narrative, you know? That's, that's maintaining this narrative that something always bad happens to Sarah, that Sarah has, you know, a really hard life, but we can change that. So, Sarah might step into a puddle. Sorry, this is such a weird example. You really can tell I haven't done this for a long time. Sarah stepped into a puddle. She tells herself, uh, like, annoying, but like, okay, it's fine. This doesn't mean that, you know, this doesn't mean that everything in the world is against, you know, the universe is against me, or that I'm gonna have a bad day, or that the day's ruined. And then Sarah's able to kind of move on with the day, and not even, like, think, like, think like a stress about that you know what I mean or think that she's cursed or have this narrative about herself that is is harming her ultimately because it's reinforcing these negative things about her why I am saying this is because the way that you talk to yourself can actually really be the difference between suffering and 
being in peace, being at peace with yourself. And that is why it applies very heavily to eating disorders. Because the way you talk to yourself, the way you tell people about yourself, or the way that you perceive your life, yourself, your situation, it all really matters. It's all about language at the end of the day. Because your brain and your body know different things. Your body only knows what your brain tells you, okay? So it's almost the same as if you tell yourself over and over, I feel sick, I feel sick, I feel sick. And then you tell yourself that every day for a week, over and over, you're going to start to feel sick. But also, you will think that you feel sick and this feeling will manifest itself in your body. So your thoughts become your reality. And that's something that is always said, but I'm just trying to give you as many just like examples as possible that you can probably apply to yourself and have experienced, you know, if you're telling yourself you feel sick or you feel a certain way and then you start to feel that way. it It's just like, I'm trying to demonstrate how your thoughts and the way you talk about yourself or your situation can actually create that reality or almost maintain that reality. And it's actually leading you to being trapped in dangerous cycles of hurting yourself, maybe dangerous cycles of um, being in, you know, in being hurt or anything like that. Like it's very, very important how we talk about ourselves. It kind of shapes our whole, our whole experience of life because most of life happens inside your head anyway. And if it is a place where you are constantly upset, you are constantly stuck in destructive thoughts, you are constantly judging yourself, critiquing yourself, criticizing yourself, being like, oh, you're so ugly or you do not deserve recovery. Sorry, I'm kind of like seeping this slowly into the eating disorder context of it, but that's the thing. It's kind of the same with anything. If you tell yourself internally or externally that you're ugly, you'll feel ugly. And some of the examples of things we tell ourselves when we have eating disorders, things like oh, we're not good enough at the way we are, or we're not sick enough, or we don't deserve to recover, or recovery is shit and it's not worth it, and I'm going to look awful, and it's going to be awful for me, and I'm never going to get better, or weight gain is bad. These are just some of the thoughts that people with eating disorders have, and some of the barriers that stop us from actually getting better is the things we tell ourselves and the things we believe. So if if you have a belief that you're not good enough, or that you are not sick enough, these are beliefs and these are things that you're telling yourself, right? Now, if we are telling ourselves these things, we are reinforcing that narrative. We are maintaining the beliefs in our brain that we are not sick enough, that weight gain is bad, that, you know, because what you say to yourself translates and it reinforces these narratives and it maintains beliefs in our brains. So if you're saying to yourself, oh, I'm not sick enough, or you're saying even internally, you know, whether it's subconscious or or conscious whether you're just like oh I don't feel sick like I'm not sick enough I'm not sick enough you're telling yourself that you are maintaining that narrative you are reinforcing that narrative because then you then believe even more so because you're telling yourself it that you are not sick enough that belief is only just getting more intensified more embedded and more reinforced so what we actually need to do to be able to turn from thinking in this way to thinking in a way that's actually going to help us and help us recover is we're actually we need to rewire our thoughts and you've heard this a million times but like what does that actually mean how do you actually rewire your thoughts because I'm sorry every time I hear people say that I'm like what the fuck do you mean like I'm just like what does that even mean like okay great you're telling us we need to rewire our thoughts but how do we rewire our thoughts you know so this is the things that I've actually done 
like these are things that I have physically done to get like a mental change and change my thought processing and rewire my thoughts I like to say. So we're ultimately trying to change the way our brain automatically, whether it's subconscious or consciously, thinks and perceives. We have to interject and almost force ourselves to say or think, whether it's internal or external, positive things or the opposite things to the beliefs and thoughts that we have or that are keeping the eating disorder going, right? So if one of your beliefs, let's just say for example, is I am not sick enough, that's something you tell yourself, so that's something you believe. And every time you're in a cycle of telling yourself, you believe it more, telling yourself you believe it more, like it just, you're stuck in this cycle, you're stuck in this thought process, right? You're, it's like, I almost imagine these, when people say rewire your thoughts, I imagine like loads of wires, like in a, like all messed up. So you need to change the wire, like the where the wires are. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm kind of rambling. But, um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. We have to force ourselves to say or think the opposite things to our beliefs and thoughts, okay? Again, so if you think you're sick enough, you need to interject and almost force yourself to say or think internally or externally, out loud or in your brain, I am sick enough. And it sounds so simple, just simply telling, how can telling yourself that, you know, change the way you think? You have to tell yourself repeatedly, consistently. Anytime that you notice that you're maybe automatically thinking, mm, I'm not sick enough, you need to you need to interject ASAP, ASAP, as soon as possible. You need to interject and be like, I am sick enough. Every time you get one of these thoughts and you are conscious of it and you are aware of it, you need to interject and say the very opposite, okay? because you're trying to convince yourself of something else, but because you're already so convinced that you are not sick enough, you are gonna have to try very hard and you're gonna have to really convince yourself that you are sick enough and that you deserve to recover, okay? It's all about counteracting. You have a very strong belief that you need to dismantle. You need to dismantle the belief that you are not sick enough, okay? So what we need to do is remantle or construct a belief that you are sick enough, something that is stronger and something, a belief that is stronger than the belief that you're not sick enough, okay? Because what we're trying to do is rewire your thought pattern, trying to get you from thinking that you're not sick enough to thinking you are sick enough and that you deserve recovery, okay? Because again, these limiting beliefs, we need to get rid of them. These words of affirmation, <clears throat> things like, there is no sick enough, I do deserve recovery, I am worthy, I um, deserve to be happy, I deserve to be healthy, recovery is not going to be awful, you know, weight gain is good. You need to constantly tell yourself these things as often as possible. You need to surround yourself with people or, um, you know, an environment where these beliefs that we are trying to create, trying to install, the belief that weight gain is good or weight gain is, you know, great for you. We need to try and surround ourselves with people and in situations that reinforce that belief, that we are good enough, that we deserve recovery, okay? And the more time that you, or the, I like just an example of this is TikTok, okay? I found that my recovery excelled when I stopped logging in to my re my recovery TikTok because even though it is the recovery community and these are people recovering, I also found it so detrimental because it was keeping it alive. It was keeping it almost like a topic of interest in my brain. When I'm trying to get over the eating disorder, how is it gonna help me if I'm still obsessing over it whether it's in recovery on like whether I'm obsessing over recovery or I'm obsessing over um not being in recovery or you know whatever the content is it's still obsessive it's still like obsession and it's still focusing on the eating disorder and what I'm trying to do step away from the eating disorder identity and 
leave it behind me, you know, move on, that is what recovery is, it is, it is, recovery is not another state that you go in and it's all just recovery, recovery, like everywhere, because when you're in these communities online, sometimes you're more, like, sometimes you don't, it almost feels like you're not actually going very far because you, you've just substituted one obsession for another, you know, you're not actually giving yourself time to, like, forget, like, almost unlearn all of the things that people are, or that you have, um, perpetuated, you need to kind of just let, like, not see any of that content, you need to kind of leave the recovery community, sorry, I'm not telling you to leave the recovery community, I don't know how I'm wording this right, sorry, I, my brain is trying to process this, but I think it's, it really helped me to leave the recovery community by not just not logging into my TikTok, not logging into my social medias. That was the most helpful thing to me because I wasn't then being reinforced of what someone in recovery, some, what someone else in recovery is doing. Or, you know, people make posts like, oh, even something like, oh, I'm so much better now. I don't have thoughts of counting calories. That's so great, obviously, and that's so good, and that can be very helpful to hear. But at the same time, you're then you're looking at all this content, you're consuming all this content, which is still talking about calories, and still talking about all these eating disorder beliefs, so it's very difficult to forget it, it's very difficult to move on, it's very difficult to stop thinking and obsessing over these things, because I don't know how to explain it, it's just like, it's not helpful, <laughs> it's just not helpful, so I really urge you to delete, or not delete, but just step away from consuming any eating disorder content, even if it's in the context of recovery, which I hope it's not in the context of Proana, but just step away from all recovery content, all eating disorder content, because it really is just gonna, it keeps you in that world, it keeps you in that world, it keeps you tied down, and you kind of just need to live life and develop interests and spend your day consuming things that have nothing to do with eating disorders, okay? You're, you're trying to move on with your life, and it's not helping you, it's kind of just going to hold you back. So definitely giving yourself words of affirmation, things like always counteracting your beliefs or your thoughts that are negative, you know, anytime you think you're not sick enough, you tell yourself you're sick enough, or you don't deserve recovery, you have to tell yourself the opposite every time you get a thought, but you have to consciously force yourself to think or say the opposite, okay, because again, we're trying to build up new beliefs that are helpful so we can rewire our brain, rewire our thoughts. We're trying to go from thinking of, you know, thinking, having all these negative beliefs to actually outweighing them with more positive beliefs so that our positive beliefs persist and we get rid of all the negative ones, if that makes any sense. I, I feel like I'm overcomplicating this, but this is just how I process it. This is how I understand, um, how I understand it. Now, another way that I actually perceive changing your narrative is changing your physical narrative, right? So the actual, changing what actually happens to you physically. Now, if your narrative, if what's happening to you in your life right now is that you are currently unwell with an eating disorder or just unwell, whatever your narrative is, I feel like sometimes we think that we're always going to be that way or that we will die, you know, eventually. Or I know, trigger warning, but I know a lot of people feel that they will eventually kill themselves, you know, because they cannot take the the pain of having this illness anymore. I want to be real about the severity of eating disorder, so I'm sorry if that got too dark for some of you, um, but that is the reality, is that 
for some people, for a lot of people, when you are in the depth of an eating disorder, you can often feel like there is no way out except death, either through your eating disorder or death through um, suicide. Obviously, that is not everyone, but I think depression and eating disorders are very much hand in hand. So now recovery is changing your narrative. It is changing your life by making you healthier and happier. It's also putting you on a different path where it isn't dictated by the eating disorder. And you could also be anything you want to be in the world. Like you could be anything you really, like anything you want to do with your life, you can do. Now, when I was deep in my eating disorder, I thought there's no way I'm getting out of this. I'm going to be dead within the next couple months. And... I just didn't, I couldn't imagine living happily, I couldn't even remember what living happily free from mental illness was like, I could never imagine or see myself as someone who wasn't anxious, wasn't depressed, wasn't suicidal and wasn't ill with an eating disorder, I just could never imagine it, I could never imagine myself not thinking about the things that I used to obsess over when I had my eating disorder, I could not imagine myself not giving a shit about my weight and yet I'm living that life, I'm living the life of I'm living a life I never thought I could have. I'm living a life where I'm not depressed. I don't want to kill myself. I love my life. I love my, like, I love my life. Honestly, I'm so happy. I'm so, like, concrete in my life right now. I just, I'm trying to really push this that, like, how happy I am now and how healthy I am now, but also how much I never thought that was possible because I'm trying to show you that you can change your life and you can change your narrative you know if I didn't recover my life would have looked entirely different just like yours will if you don't recover your life will look entirely different I wouldn't have gone to uni I wouldn't have had made the friends that I've made I wouldn't have had the amazing life experiences I've had I wouldn't have grown I wouldn't have made this podcast I wouldn't have like there's so much in my life that I wouldn't have right now if I didn't recover if I didn't put every single every single meal that I ate in recovery has led me to this moment of pure happiness pure fulfillment and pure contentment within my life with the amazing friends I have and the amazing life I have the amazing flat I live in I live in the most amazing city I go to an amazing uni I love my uni course I I'm I just feel so happy and it's like I can never in a million years if someone told me you're gonna be remotely happy I was like nope no you're lying you're lying to me but like it's crazy how much my life has changed and everyone around me has noticed that everyone around me you know my mum came up to uni the other day and she said like I just can't get over how happy you are and how happy you look and that doesn't bother me that doesn't make me feel like oh no like because I know in the past there was a part of me that hated when people said how much better I was doing or how much better I looked because it made me feel invalidated. Like, why can't you see I'm still suffering just because I'm gaining weight? Or why can't you see that I'm actually not still hurting just because I look a bit happier, you know? Just because you're not a rock bottom doesn't mean you're not still struggling. But, and I hated when people said, you know, you look better or you are better because I wasn't. But now I genuinely feel so happy and so okay. I've really accepted my body you know, I, um, I am happily into, you know, happily comfortable in my body right now, and it's the biggest it's been in years, and I swear I say that a lot, but it just keeps, I keep gaining weight, and I keep gaining weight, because your body doesn't just settle the second it's, 
it's you know you've gained a little bit of weight now it's going to keep going well into your recovery even when you are well recovered and that is something not to be fucking scared of I promise you because the more recovered you get you don't give a shit like but it's not like oh she doesn't care like she because I feel like sometimes people look down on you know if you have an eating disorder sometimes your thoughts can make you feel like oh you should care what you look like or you know or you look down on people around you who who don't live this life or or who don't look the way that you want to look or you think is beautiful but when you actually get better you genuinely just don't give a crap about any of that shit anymore of course I have my days where I get really upset over the way I look of course but not nowhere near in the obsessive way I used to like nowhere near and this is the thing I want to say is you too can change your life you can change your narrative but you also have to write that narrative yourself okay what do you want your life to look like because it can look so many different ways but the main question is do you want your life to be centered around an eating disorder or your li- or an eating you know or do you want your life to be something completely different because i tell you now you are not one you are not too far in to change you are not you know too far gone in your eating disorder to get help or to get better you are not unwill like you are not incapable of changing because you entirely are you are strong enough to recover you can do this and you can change your life like you can literally have whatever life you want to have it's not too late you're not too far deep in it's not impossible for you to be happy it's not impossible it's not impossible for anyone to be happy I promise you that I cannot stress this enough no matter how deep in you feel no matter how buried under you feel no matter how painful it is to even imagine yourself recovering or recovered at a bigger size maybe or not consumed by this eating disorder not counting your cal- like sometimes it can be so daunting to imagine yourself happy because first of all you might not even be able to 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 imagine it and second of all you might not even want to be happy you might like the way you were living you might like the illness you might like that but I'm telling you now that is the illness itself if you like your eating disorder if you like the way your eating disorder makes you feel that is an illness that is the illness because it's not nice and I tell you now when you are actually recovered you will look back on your eating disorder with a whole new perspective you will feel so different because your brain is finally healthy because it's no longer plagued by an a mental illness you can finally have a clear perspective on your experience of an eating disorder because I know now in hindsight now I'm fully recovered I was sick enough the first day that I started questioning you know I started having a shit relationship with food I was sick enough before I lost any weight I was sick enough before I had any therapy I was sick enough before I had any hospital like appointments it honestly I looking back now I just think I almost want to shake my old self and be like oh my god why can't you see how like how like much this illness has got your brain like your mind around its little finger like it you're so controlled in your thoughts by the illness you don't even realize until you're recovered which is why I'm telling you even if you don't want to recover even if you think you know what recovery I don't want to recover I like the way my illness is I am telling you now that you need to recover 
you can't keep going. You know, no one can make you, no one can force you, I guess, to actually recover. They can make you gain weight, they can force feed you, but they can't actually make you recover. But I am telling you now, that is the only option you have. Recovering is the only option you have that gives you a chance at happiness, that gives you a chance at a second life, you know? Becoming yourself, finding love. I am in the happiest relationship of my life right now. I've never been so well loved in my life. It gives you everything. It gives you, you know, the chance to meet new people. I've met the most amazing people in uni who couldn't give a shit what my body size was or my weight. Like, I cannot stress enough how much recovery is the only choice that is going to give you happiness. Staying in your eating disorder is going to kill you if it isn't already, and it will be killing you. It's killing you now. It's killing your fucking soul. Like, do you not feel how, how horrible this is and how your brain your brain literally just can't really think about anything other than food and you know it's just it it changes who you are as a person but you can get to a place where you are yourself it won't be the person you were before it will be a stronger person it will be a brand new person who will look different to how you looked before you even had an eating disorder or while you had an eating disorder you will just be it will just change your life i cannot stress that enough recovery is going to change your life and you have all the power, you are in full control of changing your narrative, but it has to start with changing the narrative you tell yourself in your brain, it all starts with how you talk to yourself, how you perceive yourself, so I really urge you to become aware of the way you talk to yourself, whether it's internal or external, notice how you describe yourself, you know, I want you, I want, I want you to ask yourself, I want you to describe yourself. Tell me, or not tell me, but <laughs> I want you to maybe write down how you see yourself and see actually, okay, look down and look at it objectively. See, oh, I said, I think I'm awful or I think I look ugly or I think I'm a bad person. And then realize that these, detach yourself because this isn't true. These are just beliefs you have. And then try and work hard on implementing the opposite beliefs on trying to build beliefs that are stronger but opposite to the negative ones, okay? You are fully capable of recovering, you are fully capable of being happy and healthy in ways you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine what your life would look like in three years or two years or one year or ten, like, you cannot imagine that because none of us can see our future, but you just know that if you are recovering, you are giving yourself the best shot, the best chance at happiness and love and health and that is something that should never be taken for granted because when you have it, it is the most, it just, being recovered just feels amazing. It feels like the most amazing feeling in the world and you won't even get to that point unless you try and unless you take the first steps and the steps are hard and it's miserable sometimes and it's miserable a lot of the times and it's uncomfortable and you're growing and you're changing and it can be so stressful and overwhelming. But in the end, oh my God, it's so worth it it's so worth it, like, the difference I feel in even six months from where I was six months ago, I feel completely different, and then six months before then, like, it's crazy, life can change, life can change 110%, and yours can change for the best, I promise you, just keep trying, and know that you're not alone, you do not have to suffer alone, and that you will be very, very grateful in the future if you give yourself the chance at recovery. I'm going to end today's episode here and just say thank you so much for always supporting me and you've kind of given, well this 
definitely this podcast and anyone who listens and messages me has always given me the hope and the confidence that I also can recover and now I'm in a place of recovery I feel like I'm so grateful to everyone who has ever messaged me or I've ever talked to or I've ever become friends with in this community because I feel like a completely different person and it's I'm just very grateful so thank you very much and also I've reopened the um the website for you to get your hands on the recovery journal so if you would like to get a copy of the recovery journal then there will be a link in the bio of this podcast episode also a link in my instagram as well so i will see you next week i hope you're doing well i love you lots and thank you for listening and you've got this <laughs>